I'm Damian Bolwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, a weather report of sorts. While we've been gripped by the pandemic, most of the big stories in California continue to revolve around our weather and our climate. The drought is now the worst in the state's modern history. Driven by climate change, it's drying up lakes and rivers, threatening crops and wildlife, and feeding record-breaking fires. With this week's slightly rainy turn, though, we thought it would be a good time to explore some larger questions, including what's the outlook for rain this winter? Is fire season over? And how are Californians doing when it comes to conserving water? Later in the show, I'll speak to Chronicle reporter Tara Duggan about a new tax-funded radar system that is supposed to predict better how storms will hit, down to the neighborhood level in the Bay Area. But first, Chronicle reporter Jessica Flores, who's been tracking the latest on the weather front in the Bay Area. Jessica, everyone has been waiting for rain. It's now Wednesday. We do have some rain in the forecast. What are we seeing? So the North Bay likely saw some rain first on Tuesday night, and that's expected to continue throughout Wednesday. Uh, The National Weather Service actually said that there are three weather systems in the forecast this week, including the one from Tuesday night. Uh, So the second one will probably roll around Thursday, and uh, the North Bay, again, will also see some rain um, that Thursday. We'll get a small break from the rain on Friday, but meteorologists are keeping an eye on a third storm that could bring some more heavier rain on Sunday and Monday. Um, And that storm will likely bring some atmospheric rivers, uh, which are basically these long bands that develop over the ocean and carry large amounts of water vapor. So we've all been waiting for this, but this this storm could actually be big enough to cause some problems. Yeah, it can. So uh, the because atmospheric rivers are big and they usually bring a lot of rain to areas, they can also lead to things like flooding and mudslides. So uh, meteorologists are keeping an eye on that and just uh, you know warning people to you know stay safe, drive safely on roads, and yeah. All right. Well, fortunately, we haven't had a lot of the major fires locally that that often come before mudslides. I want to ask you about fire season, though. People keep asking, is it over? Right. So the short answer is no. Um, There are still fires burning throughout the state, but meteorologists are hopeful that the rain this week could help end fire season in parts of Northern California and Central California. So there is some hope that it could end soon. Okay, but perhaps not completely. We do see some fires in November and sometimes into December in California. Yes. Jessica, I want to take a little bit of a step back. You know, these days with the drought, people are also looking for information about the long-term forecast. Do we know what the winter will look like? Do we have any information on that? So there is a higher likely that uh, we'll see a second dry winter in a row. Uh, A La Nina weather pattern has developed in the tropical Pacific Ocean, and that will likely last through the winter. Jessica, even as we talk about a little bit of rain falling from the sky, the state is talking about conserving water. And they had information this week about how we're doing. How are we doing? Not that great, unfortunately. Uh, So in July, Governor Gavin Newsom asked Californians to voluntarily conserve water by 15 percent. And as you mentioned, the new data that just released on Tuesday by the state's Water Resources Control Board actually shows that people have failed to meet his goal for the second month straight. Uh, The data shows that people cut their water use by 5% in August compared to the same month last year. 
And back in July, uh, people had just cut back 1.8%. But although it's still pretty low, officials uh, did say that the 5% reduction in August was an improvement and that it usually takes you know time for these sort of messages and calls to reach people and you know see some improvement. But these small numbers, I mean, most of this is still voluntary, right? Yes, it's still voluntary. Um, but some water agencies and some cities have put in some restrictions, but they aren't penalizing anyone like during the last drought that we had. Before I let you go, Jessica, I want to ask you one question. You started at the Chronicle in January, right? Yes, right. Have you been surprised at how much sheer interest there is in Northern California in whether it's going to rain from day to day? I have. So I'm originally from Southern California in Los Angeles, so it doesn't rain down there as much. And I have been surprised. I, there is this one reader who does email me every time I do, or most times that I write about the weather, and he'll send me like these random facts about, you know, flooding. Uh, he recently sent me an email about uh, flooding in Oakland years back and some pictures and links to different, you know, stories and stuff like that. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I get those too. And obviously social media is just full of people commenting on the weather. Right. Well, Jessica, we appreciate you writing about the weather. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. All right, more on the weather and the climate with Chronicle reporter Tara Duggan after a quick break and a reminder about our fifth admission listener survey. We've gotten some great feedback so far and we'd still like to hear from you at sfchronicle.com slash survey. We'll be right back. You can support Fifth Emission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. Welcome back to Fifth Emission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined now by Chronicle reporter Tara Duggan. She's on our climate team, and she's been writing about a new system that's coming to the Bay Area to better predict when storms are going to hit. Tara, tell us about this system and, and how, it, how it does its job. Yeah, so it's a new radar system for the Bay Area being paid for by the state. It's bringing in new radars that will augment the, we use a lot of weather radars already, but some of those are, have some issues with our terrain. They're sometimes blocked by hills or they go a little too high to catch all the atmospheric rivers as they come through or this big storms that tend to come through to California. So weather is difficult to predict in California? Well, it's a little, some your meteorologists say it's a little difficult in the Bay Area because of all of our hills, which make, you know, weather really complex. And because we're right on the edge of the ocean and the weather comes off of the ocean. So it's not like we can predict a lot you know, out in the middle of the ocean. We do have some ways of doing that, but it's more difficult than, let's say, if you're in Kansas and you can see weather coming across land. All right, so how does this one work? How will it be used to predict when we're going to get these atmospheric rivers? So this particular system adds some new smaller radars to different parts of the Bay Area to try to capture more of what's going on as it's happening, especially in urban areas. So it's supposed to provide a more accurate you know, view of the rain as it's falling, and then it can give warnings. Let's say the bunch of rain's going to come near the Bay Bridge. Maybe people shouldn't go to the Bay Bridge in the next hour or so. So that's the idea. That surprised me. I mean, it's able to get information down to that level. Yeah, it has a higher resolution of, of imagery and more quick 
resolution. So it, it goes quickly and it can give you more specific um, data about where the rain is hitting right now. So you said it can be used after wildfires when the rain does start like we're seeing now. How does that work? One of the new radars that's going to be added actually will be in Santa Cruz. So it's too bad it hasn't already been added because of the big burns down in Santa Cruz. And the idea is that that radar can show more specifically where the rain will be hitting to get, hopefully give warnings for a flash flood in a, either in advance or, or right before things are about to happen. And why do cities need that information? Are there things they can do? Can they plan? Yeah. So as I mentioned, the idea is for emergency planning purposes for flooding, but there's also some more long-term planning. For example, a lot of counties manage reservoirs, for example. Sonoma County has a couple of reservoirs. They can plan if the storm's coming through, maybe they can release a little bit of water in advance to be able to capture more of the water um, as opposed to losing out on some opportunities to you know, capture water within the system. So sort of preventative measures for coming droughts as well. So these atmospheric rivers, we've written about them a lot. I mean, I think the term partly has really taken off, but, but what is going on with the weather now with atmospheric rivers? I mean, we've, you, you've written a lot about climate change. Are we going to see less of these and in in drier conditions, or could we see more and more intense atmospheric rivers? Right. More the latter. I mean, it's, you know, we talk a lot about drought, so it's sort of confusing to think about more rain coming through in the middle of all these drought conditions. But the atmospheric rivers are increasing with climate change because as the ocean temperatures rise, that brings more moisture up to these atmospheric rivers, which are basically big bands of moisture that cross the Pacific Ocean and they capture more moisture as they move. And that's been going on for many years and it's supposed to continue. Um, The problem is there you just become more intense. So suddenly you get a bunch of rain all at once. That's a little harder to deal with than gradual amounts of rain throughout the year. So that's why we tend to have these extremes in California of long long dry seasons and then these intense storms that happen. It seems like another example where we're getting more and more extreme weather. We may not We may have more harsh droughts, but also worse rainstorms. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that, you know, water managers are trying to figure out how to deal with. So we can be more prepared for drought and find ways of capturing more of these atmospheric rivers, you know, the moisture as it's coming through so that we're not dealing with either flood or drought. You know, how can we find a a better middle ground? And it's going to take some adaptation adaptation to figure out the best ways to do that. So give us a little bit of a timeline for the system. When does it come online? Is the information available to the public? So right now there are two new, two of these new radars that are already set up, one in in San Jose and one in the Sonoma County. And there will be about five more um, through the end. One's going to be in the East Bay really soon. And then a few more in the next couple of years. Um, so some of them are already being used somewhat, although it's all going to be integrated supposedly into this big system that NOAA is creating that will then be available to meteorologists. And I'm not sure about the public, but meteorologists can use it to make weather predictions. Tara, we've also written a lot at the Chronicle about how PG&E is, is doing local weather stations. They're trying to get fire behavior and fire conditions right down to the neighborhood so that they can 
they can make changes. They might be able to shut off power. It seems like we're heading for this future where we need more and more accurate weather predictions to deal with this climate crisis we're in. Exactly. And this particular system has a lot of promise, although one meteorologist pointed out in order to use these really specific predictions, you need uh, people to interpret the data. You can't just, you know, so you're going to have to hire more people and it's not going to be a simple fix to, but I think it's true. I mean, we know in the Bay Area, we have all these microclimates. Sometimes it's raining in one part of San Francisco and not another. And so it it is, you know, it's an interesting challenge that we're going to be continuing to face. Well, the jobs are fine because we have a jobs crisis too, Tara. So <laughs> That's true. Anyone needs a job as a meteorologist, you should probably apply now. <laughs> all right. It's a great time. Well, Tara, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Thanks to my guests today on Fifth and Mission, Tara Duggan and Jessica Flores, two Chronicle reporters. Thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode, and thank you for listening. 